Hello, and thank you for tuning in to our PAC Politics Podcast. Today, guys, we have a message for Chuck. He, uh, a guy by the name of Chuck, sent in a written response, and this is going to be a response to Chuck the Contractor. So I am your host, Brittany McDowell. You are listening to our PAC Politics Podcast. And our podcast is brought to you by our organization, our United Resource PAC. We are a tax-exempt political organization. If you do wish to be notified of our newest podcast episodes, you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter, give us a Facebook like, and you'll find the links below in the description box of this episode. And once you are connected to us on those social media networks, again, you will be notified of our newest podcast episodes. So, all right, guys, this will be yet another short episode, and this episode is for Chuck. So, Chuck, if you're out there, I hope you are listening. All right, so, Chuck, if you are listening, if you are tuned in, you sent in a written response. Uh, You did it. Uh, in an unconventional way, uh, you sent in a response via our blog, which you can find on our website. If you look in the description box of this episode, you'll see a link to our website. When on our website, click news and information, uh, and there you will find our blog. But Chuck did not send an email. He did not respond on one of the sources where we share our <clears throat> podcast episodes. He again was the first person to go to our blog, use our contact form, and submit his response. So he sent in this response, and that is what I am going to address. So chuck, 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 chuck. Listen up, listen up, listen up. All right, so we are going to dive right in here and look at this response from Chuck. Uh, Just a heads up in case you're wondering, I actually have two drinks on my desk today. I've got a a nice kind of cool cup of coffee and it's not iced coffee. It was iced, excuse me, it was hot coffee at some point, but I'm definitely a slow simper in case you're wondering. I'm not one of those people who can just like chug and guzzle down coffee. I don't understand those folks. Uh, But then I also have some lemonade, which is kind of weird as well because I don't particularly care for lemonade, but I don't know. That's what that's what I've got on my desk, in case you're wondering. So, all right, let me read again this uh, email that I got from Chuck as a result of him filling out the contact form on our blog, okay? So, Chuck writes, I agree with you 100%. I've liked all of your podcasts, starting with Safe Votes. And I really was being sarcastic in that response to transgendered athletes. It was not an attack on you at all, although it might have seemed like it. I was mocking the transgendered advocate position, being as ridiculous as I could. You are about logic and reason and not emotion. So am I. But I was using sarcasm in that response and not an ad hominem attack on you. I was using reductio ab absurdum or a reduction of argument to the absurd 
trying to show how crazy it is to let trannies compete with women in women's sports. Anyhow, you have a great voice, not only in sound, but in content. And I hope others will catch on to your message. I like your flow, or whatever one calls it, in your podcasts. You have it, whatever it is. And you should keep going. There is something about you, a knack or whatever, and an ease of speaking. I'm CM on CL Los Angeles politics, by the way. And that, my friends, is the message I've received from Chuck the Contractor. So you might be slightly teensy-weensy confused uh, from this message. Uh, And the reason is because normally responses, when I read them, are in response to a particular episode. This, my friends, was not that, okay? This was, okay, I I don't want to lose you here, so stay with me. This was a response to a response that I responded to in response to him responding to one of our episodes, Okay, so let me run by that again. This was a response to a response to a response. Hopefully that makes sense for you. Uh, just just think about it just a second. So uh, again, Chuck, he responded to another episode, okay? And I didn't know it was Chuck. He didn't address himself as Chuck, okay? Um, but now that I know it was Chuck based on this response, Uh, And because there were no indicators in the written response that he was replying using reductio ab absurdum or reduction of argument to the absurd, I want to publicly apologize for both how I responded to Chuck uh, and assuming that he was using an ad hominem attack in his response. Okay. So Chuck, if you are listening, please accept my apology. And also, if you're listening, Chuck, thank you so, so, so very much for the compliments. Chuck, I kid you not, you put the biggest smile on my face. Like seriously, When I read these exact lines, and I'll read them to you in just a second. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Again, I had a smile on my face. I can't figure out. I'm just going to, this is kind of unrelated before I even get to that. Um, I'm not working from from our normal office right now. And so I'm out of town and I'm on my laptop. Mind you, I just got this laptop probably, I don't know, a month ago, something like that. Brand new laptop. But I kid you not, when I put the laptop in, um, what is that, in, uh, what is this mode called? Priority only mode, where it's not supposed to give me any notifications. It still gives me notifications. I kid you not, I click the button and it's showing that it's in priority only and it still does it. And I'm technically and typically a very technically savvy person and I don't know why this is happening. And again, it only happens on the laptop, but not on the PC in the uh, normal location. So if you happen to know anything about that, please send me a message. (laughs) Send me a message, either a written message 
excuse me, or a voicemail. So I know how in the world I can get this thing not to show me notifications when it's in priority only mode. So anywho, now getting back to Chuck. (laughs) Chuck, let me tell you the point at which you put, again, the biggest smile on my face, okay? Uh, It was when I read this, anyhow, you have a great voice, not only in sound, but in content. And I hope others will catch on to your message. I like your flow or whatever one calls it in your podcasts. You have it, whatever it is, and you should keep going. There is something about you, a knack or whatever, and an ease of speaking. End quote. And 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 again, I, I'm not being fake. I'm not being phony. I'm not just saying this just to say it. You legitimately and honestly and sincerely put a very huge smile on my face when I read that in your response, Chuck. So thank you so very much. Um I don't know if any of you either haven't heard or don't remember. Uh, I have a very active role in the organization, more so than just doing this podcast. Uh, I serve as the president on our board of directors, and I also serve in daily operations as our chief executive officer. And while you might think that someone who's in those type of a role uh, or, you know, in those types of roles uh, would be very comfortable and at ease and doing a podcast, that's absolutely not the fact. Okay, guys, this is my first time doing a podcast. Um, I don't have any problems with public speaking and you would think that, hey, it would be super easy to get online and report a, record a podcast, but it's not. It's, it's you know, uh, it's, especially since I do like to talk to people, it's not so easy to talk to no one. It's like, it's like I'm kind of talking and nobody's there. Even though I know you guys are there, it's like you're not here at the same time if you understand what I'm saying. Um, and, you know, just doing a podcast, you have to develop a different uh, communication style. And you're even, even the most... Uh, communicative and, and, and well-versed and articulate person has to make some sort of adjustments when they do a podcast. So that way, you know, you can connect in an authentic manner with your audience. And I, and I'm learning that. Uh, and the fact that, you know, you, you're saying that I have a great voice, not just in sound and in content really means that I'm coming through in, in the manner in which I want to come through. And uh, you definitely reassured me again on a personal level. And I sincerely appreciate that. I, I really, really do. Uh, I was quite honestly apprehensive. Um, I had mentioned it before when we re-rolled out this podcast, uh, because quite frankly, when our organization started last year, uh, we had a podcast program, but it was different than this. Like in this podcast, it's me talking about the five issues that we are focused on. So we could be talking about rideshare in one podcast episode and an abortion in the next and illegal immigration. We're kind of all over the place. But with the initial podcast platform that we rolled out, I had literally individual podcast shows for individual issues. Uh, and that that literally turned into a situation where 
all I did was the podcast. And I said, I'm not, you know, here just to do a podcast. I have so many other things, you know, my outlook tasks were just going uncompleted and, and our other backend system tasks weren't getting done. And it just became a nightmare to the point where I had to just completely stop our podcast program. And, and, and at the time, and even now, given with, you know, how new we are, um, we're just not in a position to outsource or hire someone to do the podcast. Uh, we're again, a nonprofit organization. So we don't just have billows and billows of cash lying around, you know, cash, money, money is not what we have over here. But, uh, so, and, and any cash that we do have again is, you know, going for us to, or going to us, uh, running independent expenditures so we can get these politicians either elected or, or defeated. But anywho, um, I'm saying all that to say that, you know, uh, when I restarted this podcast and I said, okay, well, I, I can fit it into my schedule. You know, it's, it's going to take a lot out of me. When I tell you my days are long, guys, like I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and I don't get to bed until I try to be in bed by nine, not by nine, but God knows that that doesn't happen. Um, most of the times I don't get to sleep, uh, until 11 o'clock, sometimes well after 12 and, then, you know, the alarm comes on at three o'clock. But uh, anywho, it's, it's very time consuming, um, considering especially the fact that I do two of these shows a day. But anywho, um, it's, it's, it's a new task for me, you know. And uh, again, to hear you, Chuck, um, give me compliments. And it's not that, you know, I have some big head that I want pumped up. No, it's just every now and again, it's good to hear, you know, from people that, hey, you know, you're you're doing all right. You know, I don't have to be hearing that I'm doing super great, but to hear that I'm doing all right, again, it's reassuring and I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. So I just want to let you know, Chuck, that I, again, sincerely appreciate it. And I definitely want to tell you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, Chuck. If you don't know, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms. Currently, we're on 10 podcast platforms. Uh, we will be expanding, but that does take time. Uh, but if you don't like the podcast platform on which you're listening, or you just have another one which you prefer more, uh, look in the description box of this episode, and you'll find a link to the podcast platforms we're on. Click that link, and then you can look and see if your podcast platform of choice is on our list. If it is, you'll just click the link on the link, and you'll be taken right to our page on your podcast platform of choice. So hopefully that's very easy for you. And again, you'll find that in the description box below. So that said, thank you so much for listening. Again, Chuck, thank you much so much for not only the reply and the clarification, but thank you for the confidence booster you gave me in your reply because I I needed it. I really did. So thank you guys so much, just everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you rate this podcast if you have the ability to do so. I don't particularly fathom that you'll be sharing this podcast because they're, you know, unless you're Chuck, you know, and you might want to kind of have a little bragging out there. Uh, there really isn't any reason for you to really share this, but hey, whatever floats your boat if that's what you want to do. But that said, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, I will be back later on today with another episode. 
because Chuck was so nice to me, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be talking about this evening. Because again, because of Chuck, he was being nice to me. So I'm going to be nice to everybody else. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about what the people want. Okay. We're going to be looking at what we can learn from the U.S. electorate by examining an electable politician. Who that politician is, I don't know. You'll have to come in, check out, and see. So that's that's. I'm not going to get more specific than that. I've, I've already given a little bit too much, but again, that's thanks to Chuck. All right, guys, have a good one. I will talk to you later. Enjoy the rest of your day.